Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. The Huddle, Mike Max, Pete Nigerian, and of course the Timberwolves on the front page, the NBA playoffs on the front page. How about somebody that knows both? He played and coached with the Timberwolves. He's got a son playing in the playoffs for Toronto, Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent Sr. is at the heart of it. He joins us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline from Philadelphia where, Gary, your son is playing. They lost last night in the first uh, uh, game against uh, Philadelphia, but what's it like for Dad to sit up there in the stands while son is playing in the playoffs? Well, you know, the last time my son had a real opportunity in the playoffs, it was in the bubble. So uh, yeah. I didn't get to go to any of those games. So now it's, um, you know, it's a lot of things going on with the Raptors right now. Scotty got hurt. Daddy has re-injured his thumb. Uh, my son hadn't ate in like two days. He's had flu-like symptoms for the last couple oh, of days. So coming into the game, he ain't practiced. He hasn't practiced the last two days. Hadn't eaten. He tried to eat some soup before the game out there kind of dragging and trying to give his teammates what he got. So hopefully he gets some fluid rest up today and, uh, you know, game two and three, he can get his body back. Pete. Hey, Gary, this is Pete Nigerian. How are you, man? I, I, I hope that he can recover and get back to his, his usual self, which is outstanding. We all know that. But tell me, tell me a little bit about it as a player and a coach. Um, the egos of players these days, is it, is it, is it, is it on the rise or are they about the same as they were when you were playing? Or I, I know that there's a lot more of the players infusing what they want and what they need to do and want to do as players on the court and the people they want to play with. Are you seeing that to be something that's positive or negative right now? Well, you know, as a kid, right, you know, you play basketball as a dream for fun. And you, you and a couple of your guys, y'all always went to the playground as a team or y'all met up mm-hmm. there and you picked your friends. Mm-hmm. At one point in time, the league didn't have the, the, the AAU grassroots program like they do now. You only met guys at like Five Star or Adidas Camp for that week, and then you would go back home. With the AAU circuit now, guys are spending so much time with each other between ninth grade and 12th grade that you guys are actually developing relationships and friendships and that's where guys are starting to get that camaraderie. And, hey, let's go to college together. And then if they don't, then it's like, oh, let's play in the pros together. You know, especially if you're a point guard and you and you see a true big man coming out like uh, like a Mohamed Bamba or something. As a point guard in high school, you want a true center on your team. And if you were a scoring center, you would want somebody like a Tyus Jones or a Chris Paul to be giving you the ball over and over. So that's where those relationships come. If I'm a true center, I want a – uh, John Stockton pass first guard. You know what I'm saying? I don't want my point yeah. average in 40. 
So I think that's where those friendships develop. And then as they get older, you don't have the, you know, in the 80s with Magic and Jordan and them guys and Bird, it was like, I don't want to be your teammate. I never want you to be my teammate. Whereas this generation is totally different. But I think the Eagles, uh, I think as far as the Eagles thing, everybody's always been very, uh, you know, confident in themselves. But I think with the social media addition, you have people who are known in places that they would never be known. You know, you can't be the 10th guy on the bench and be known in China what well, you can now. So the 10th guy on the bench of a non-playoff team uh, that nobody's ever heard of, you know, in my era, nobody would have heard of you. But, you know, with social media now, you could get you a, a fashion deal and be famous for something else more than what you what your job is, you know. So I think uh, so many people are seeking attention and so many people are, you know, caught up in social media that you have no choice but to believe in yourself more and see yourself more. Just like these girls, you know, you know, they, they might not be in their little, but she posts a nice picture on the beach and she might have 10,000 views. You know what I'm saying? That's a different era, guys. Gary, Gary, yesterday, I know if you, if you, I'm sure you probably saw the Timberwolves game on TV, but uh, uh, they did a, a pretty good number on, on Memphis out of the gate. And, uh, you know, you mentioned Tyus Jones plays for Memphis. What did you see and how do you handicap that series based on that win yesterday? Hey, I think the Timberwolves just came out more hungry. They just came out with more energy, and they came out with a little more determination. We're the higher seed. Uh, we at home. And I think Memphis, you know, just didn't come out ready to match that energy. And the Timberwolves snuck up on them. And I think they're riding high off of the play-in and the emotions that they had. And the way they celebrated after that play-in, you had to come out and represent yourself like you really uh, mean business. And they did. And I'm happy for them. And I was kind of torn watching the game because I want the Wolves to win. You know, uh, Cat, you know, it was a blessing for me to be able to be his player development coach his rookie year. Uh, I know Jared Vanderbilt because, you know, he's in the class with my son. So a lot of the times on the Nike circuit, you know, going out to eat with Jared, I know his family, his older brothers, nephews and things. And uh, But at the flip side, I'm torn because, you know, I coached Trey all the way from Trey Jones all the way from elementary to he graduated basically to all the way to high school. And, you know, his mom was my assistant coach. Uh, I knew Tyus, you know, I'm close with his dad. So I'm kind of like torn because it's a hometown team, but I got so many personal relationships mm. on both sides. Yeah, for sure. Pete. Hey, Gary, and you're exactly right. Uh, the Wolves not only outplayed them, they out-rebounded, they shot threes, they were 39%, they were on fire. Uh, so, so tell us a little bit about what do you see in Anthony Edwards? Because this guy has become an absolute superstar, it seems to me, uh, this year particularly. It just stands out. Is there, what, is it, what is he doing that's so special, and, and does he remind you of anybody? I think he, he, he's just playing basketball, first and foremost. That's what he's doing. And uh, I think he's doing everything that the Timberwolves drafted him to be. I think he's just finally finding himself because, you know, he's such a, you know, young guy. But I think as far as all his athletic ability, his potential and everything, everything that the Wolves saw and the reason why they drafted him, it's just showing. I don't think he's um, surprising anybody. You know, you come out that high of a pick, number one pick, they picked you for a reason because they feel like you can be a franchise player. So between what Cat has already established himself as and what Anthony is looking like he's becoming, you know, it – it could come together and, and, and actually be something. 
a lot of times franchise feel the gap for their players are too far apart for them to win together. You know, if a guy's in like his ninth year and a guy's in his first year, they don't have time away from develop. But I think uh, maybe one or two more years, those two guys could really be something. You know, Gary, you mentioned you work with Carl Anthony Towns. You know him well. You have a personal relationship with him. He had a bad game in the play-in game. Uh, what happens after that? What does a player development coach or a coach or someone like you when you're on the staff, what do you do with Carl to get him back on track quickly? Uh, to be honest, it's just one of them games where the percentages, you know, there's a percentage throughout the season when you're going to play 100 games, there's a certain percentage where you're not going to be of all-star status. And that was just one of those games. You know, when Carl have a bad game, I think all Carl got to do is go to the gym, shoot some free throws, shoot some shots, feel good about himself, and come back out and play his game. Because he was playing the same game. It was just a matter of when you play the same game every night and shots go in, some nights shots don't. But he's not going to change his game over one bad game or change. This ain't the first bad game he's had in his life. You know what I'm saying? It just happened to be at an extra sensitive highlighted time because of the circumstances but, uh, you know, he bounced right back, come through aggressive, had some nice aggressive rim attacking dunks and establishing himself in the paint and all that talk about, you know, Carl soft and this and that, this and that. I mean, I never personally saw the softness that people was talking about, but uh, I think, if, you know, if people had that, you know, the way he's been establishing attacking the rim and, and going over the last couple of seasons, he's probably erasing some of that out of people's minds. And, Gary, i got to tell you, it's awfully fun to see not only Edwards, not only Towns, and we talk about them all the time, but Beasley just seems like he's rising to the occasion. Uh, You know, yesterday it was just unbelievable what these guys have been able to put together, and he seems like he's got it up on both sides of the court. Are you seeing the same thing as well, that he's really kind of rising to the occasion? Well, you know, man, there's nothing like opportunity, you know, and when opportunity meets preparation – you know, a lot of things can happen for that person that's prepared. You know, everybody's looking for that opportunity. I wish I could get in. I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. Then Coach Stowe, you're in there and you lay an egg. So, you know, it's great to see a guy who was really prepared to take advantage of that opportunity just as a former player being in that situation a lot of times wishing, waiting, and praying for an opportunity to see people capitalize on those opportunities are, are you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's rewarding and it shows you that he loves the game and he loves his craft and there's nothing like watching a player who plays basketball for the love. Last question, Gary. What, what will it take for Toronto to get this thing? I, when I watched them during the year, boy, they, they put together some – they can go on a 20-2 run pretty quick, uh, and your son can lead the way on that. Is it just about getting healthy for them, or what do you see? Man, they got to get healthy, you know. And, you know, Freddie fouled out yesterday. Scotty got hurt. Yeah. Bad got hurt. My son came in with the flu. They they secretly, nobody knew, but they limped into the game to begin with. You know, he came in on one leg. Kind of like, uh, you remember the movie Gladiator? Where dude yeah. that stabbed, that stabbed him before the fight to make it look like he was winning. That They came in stabbed already and leaking and limping, <laughs> limping in. So hopefully them guys bounce back and um, they get it together, man. Hey, appreciate it very much, Gary. And we'll talk again soon, but enjoy yourself out there. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.